Alright guys, what's going on? Back at it again. If you listened to my last episode, you know that I'm recording this right after that one. What I did want to talk about now though is I wanted to get into my contest prep of 2022. My first time ever competing, kind of getting into my mindset and documenting for myself and for you guys uh, how I went about this. Um, The first things first though, I delayed this for many, many years. I started working out in 2015 and people thought I always had decent potential to... um, to do a contest, a bodybuilding contest, but I just never had the passion for it. Um, And it went from that to, I did kind of start to get a passion for it in maybe 2018, 2019, but I also had this respect for it that I wasn't going to do it unless I was all in. And I was never all in mentally. It wasn't anything about how I looked. It wasn't anything about if I didn't think I could compete or if I didn't think I could do well. It was that I knew that I had to be all in to take it seriously and to give it my all and to do my best. Um, So around the time I was on the fence about it was COVID, obviously, which so that didn't happen. Um, And then I used that time to improve. In 2021, I did deal with a minor injury. Uh, that kind of set me back. I just, it was a good enough excuse for me to not push it for my first show. Um, so I used the excuse and I got myself right. 2022, I did, uh, start to have another injury in the spring, but I took care of it. Uh, I got an injury probably in like May. I couldn't take care of it until July just because I was so busy and I ended up healing up by like September and that's pretty much around the time that my prep started. So, you know, first things first, uh, I was on the fence about getting a coach for many reasons. One, financially, it's a big investment and a lot of people will say, yes, it's worth it. And I didn't think it wasn't worth it. Um, There was one coach who I did reach out to who I had in mind. she was not available or just not accepting clients right now. And so I kind of just took that as my sign to just say, you know what, I'm going to just do this on my own. It's my first one. Um, Expectations are just to get it done, right? I was, yes, I wanted to win. Yes, I wanted to place and do well, uh, but it was not a lot of high pressure on me. It was just like, you just had to get on the stage and see if you even like this, right? So before you invest a lot of money, um, let's talk about, let's just, you know, See if you even like the process, even if you even make it to the show. Now, obviously, a coach can help with some of those things, but I've dieted enough that I think I thought that I could prepare myself. I felt like I've gotten myself super lean, even to beyond lean, shredded down uh, in the healthy ways and unhealthy ways. I had enough knowledge with myself, especially that I felt like I could do it right. Maybe I wouldn't. And I've also coached people through to contest preps too uh, as a coach, um, mostly girls though. And for some reason, just my technique and my uh, protocol seems to work best with them. Um, but again, I've dieted myself down pretty much every year since 2015, right? Uh, when I went from 200 and whatever, I think I was 220, 215, uh, when I went all the way down to 165 um, and I got to even unhealthy low weight. Um, and I didn't have enough mu- muscle where it even looked like anything. It just looked really skinny. Um, but since then, I improved, improved, improved. I learned about my macros. I learned about protein. I learned about nutrients. I got my nutrition work done. Um, and then I was able to then diet myself appropriately since then and then also add on muscle since then. So every year since, I've been kind of in these phases of maintenance and um, some bulking and then cutting back down for summer is typically what I would do so I can enjoy my summer and then maintain through the summer uh, into the fall and winter and then you know I'll start my diet again in the spring.
So with that experience, obviously, I'm still with Bear Performance Nutrition, BPN Supps, uh, working with them. So I have my supplements that I use, my pre-workout, my creatine, my electrolytes, um, my protein powder, uh, my green drink. All that is my typical protein stack for most days. Um, so I had that all in order. I already knew what to take as far as that goes. So I was feeling pretty confident. I set up a split that was into five days, and I originally started my diet um with no cardio so the five day thing is something that i adopted probably in 2021 i used to always 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 do six days if you know me when i first started i used to do 10 12 days before i would even take a break um until my body was like exhausted and i had to learn that you have to take a break so i would do six days um and kind of do like a push pull leg push pull push pull leg rest push pull leg rest then repeat um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm too busy now and work is getting in the way. Life is getting in the way. And also I need recovery. Like I'm going to grow when I'm resting. So I wanted a second rest day. So I managed to, you know, squeeze in, um, my other days, all, all my workouts into five days sometimes. And what that meant for me was a longer workout. Um, I have switched up my workout style though, as well. I used to do a more I would say standard volume styles, which you kind of learn when you start working out, right? Where you're lifting and lifting up to a top, you know, your top sets. And then you're going to hit that for like three sets of 10 to 12 or eight to 12, uh, maybe, right? I would always do like an eight to 12 range. And then certain movements I would do like 15, 25 reps, depending on what it is. Uh, I've completely switched that though. Um, I've seen tons of growth switching my style to a lower volume, higher weight style. Now, the one drawback to the style is you really have to, and you should be doing this anyway, take care of your body because it will um, bring soreness onto your joints. Um, and I think that's how I first got injured. I switched to that style and my joints um, and my body, my bones, just like my body was just not used to it. Um, my muscles uh, did respond rapidly and started to grow. I put on a lot of size and that switching to that style for sure. Like it's not even debatable. If you look at my back um, and stuff like for my back and my legs and then, you know, other body parts, my chest, it's not even debatable. Like you, you'll see the difference. Um, but it did uh, give me a little forearm damage. So what happened was I ended up getting what they call golfer, golfer's elbow. And then I also had this, um, like bicep tendonitis kind of thing going on from the pulling as well. So, um, but all I realized is that if I stretched appropriately and took care of myself, that's all the PT taught me, <coughs> excuse me, that I'd be fine. So once I figured that out, um, and now I'm still lifting that way, but now I just try to take care of myself. I personally invest in my health by doing chiropractic work once a month. I actually just went today. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I have like a million cups on my back, cupping uh, marks on my back. Uh, chiropractor. Uh, I try to do that monthly. I try to do some type of massage biweekly or at three weeks the most. And that could eat, be from a massage therapist where they really hone in on a single body part. But even sometimes I'll just go to like the Asian massage place and get a full body deep tissue. Um, it's not as intensive on any area, but it does uh, you know, work the whole body and you get some tension released. Uh, and if you really tell them to, you can, you know, if you speak up and say like, Hey, I really want them to like, you know, be forceful, be strong. Like they'll give you somebody who will really dig those elbows in, uh, if you ask. So definitely worth it, um, to do that. 
So switching my style up made a lot of progress into five days where I'm doing, you know, two leg days, um, Tuesdays and Saturdays. But my leg day on Tuesday, I would also hit um, it was like a lighter leg day and I would also hit something else, mostly arms. Uh, Wednesdays, I was doing a lot of back, like just back Thursdays. I think at the time I was doing um, what was I doing like a push day. And then Sunday, I was actually doing a chest, back, shoulders, and arms all in one. But again, really only hitting um, like shoulders really once uh, in there, arms a little bit at the end of the workouts. Whereas now, I've switched it up. And again, I'll talk about my split uh, in another whole other video on how I set it up and why I set it up that way. But now I do it a little bit different. Um, so I used that for the whole prep. Um, I started off with a very basic diet. I ate pretty much all the foods I still eat now. Uh, I'll tell you my typical day of eating was breakfast uh, was oatmeal. I use about 100 grams of oats. Uh, I did that all through prep. I never had to dial that back. 100 grams of oats, uh, about 80 grams of fruit. If you need other variations of this, that's about a cup and a half of oats and a, like half a cup of fruit. Fruit, I would do frozen fruit. I'd do a scoop and a half of protein powder, some cinnamon, some salt. That was my breakfast every day. That's my breakfast every day till this day. Um, at work, I would go to work on most days, or if it was a non-work day, I would have an apple and a protein bar. Uh, my lunch was typically like a ground beef or ground chicken or chicken breast, any of those variations with rice. Um, and my dinner was a little bit more expensive. I could do something like um, beef and noodles or something like that, depending on what it was. Um, and then I still would probably have um, some type of snack, like a PB&J, all pretty much through most of prep until the very end. Um, so that was my basic setup. It was not even anything really crazy. I had the protein powder oatmeal meal was a good protein source. My lunch and dinner were good protein sources, so I pretty much kept it simple. Sometimes at dinner, I would just eat um, sweet potato fries with, like, chicken breast um, in the air fryer. Uh, that was a lot of my dinner a lot of times, too. I would use some ketchup or I'd use some low-calorie sweet baby rays, sugar-free um, or low-sugar barbecue sauce. Um, so I didn't even make it, you know, that crazy. I didn't start doing cardio regularly until about, let's say eight weeks out at about eight weeks out. I started doing cardio pretty regularly, which was twice a week, a hundred calories. Um, some people do time when they set up their, uh, cardio, like some people do, I want to say like, you know, 30 minutes or 45 minutes. But for me, I did calories because I can, you know, do 30 minutes on a bike today and burn 250 calories but tomorrow I might only burn 150 calories if I'm not pushing it and I'm tired and I'm sore so I would do calories versus time because I would you know always be able to keep that consistent whether it took me 20 minutes to do my calories or it took me 40 minutes to do my calories the calories were always being tracked the same again I don't know if they're accurate but they were consistent because I use the same cardio machine, which was my Peloton. I didn't do a class. I literally would just go on the um, free ride and then go on until my calories were met. Um, a lot of times I would break it up to once I got to like, I want to say four or five cardio sessions a week at 300 calories, I'd break it up. And it wasn't because I was tired. It was more because like my, I don't know, like I would just get on, un, not uncomfortable, but like my, my, sometimes my stomach will bother me a little bit. Um, doing cardio actually really activates my digest, digestive system for some reason. So sometimes I would have to use the bathroom, like 
both for both reasons uh, at times I would have to use the bathroom after 150 calories or around 120 calories and I push it to 150 use the bathroom get some water top back on and finish and then probably have to use the bathroom again and then I shower and stuff for the night um, I'm sorry it might be TMI but it just is what it is um, so I just started to ramp up those things uh, by the end the last couple weeks is the only time the diet got really crazy and again I could have probably pushed it a little bit hardier, harder with my cardio my food was probably on point because don't, you don't want it your food to get so low that you're not getting nutrients and you look like crap so I probably could have pushed the cardio a little bit harder but I didn't. I actually dialed it back. Probably, you know, during peak week, I dialed it back a little bit because I also didn't want to burn out my legs. Um, but again, I don't, I, my conditioning wasn't off at all. I just probably could have been a little bit more conditioned. But if I bring the same conditioning this year, I do plan on competing this year. Breaking news back in November, I'm like bulking right now to get to, to like May. I'll cut down a little bit for summer and then I'll maintain through September again and then diet again. But if I add on the right amount of muscle and bring the same conditioning, it'll look completely different, right? If I have bigger shoulders and bigger arms at the exact same conditioning I had, I think that would be enough. Um, so I really didn't mess up. It was really just, um, you know, also I didn't understand. I, I had to figure out and learn how my physique would translate from my kitchen lighting, which I had this nice down lighting I would use every day for updates. You know, how I looked in the gym, in my bathroom, in my kitchen versus how I would look on stage. I didn't know how that would translate. And now I do know how that translates. So that's going to make a huge difference for me this year um, to when I dial in my conditioning. So um, I also didn't pump up on stage appropriately. It was freezing um, backstage and I also didn't bring enough food. But luckily I had some friends who had a lot of food. So um, and I looked a lot better when we got back after the prejudging because I went to Cheesecake Factory, had a nice burger and fries, and I looked great. Uh, I had a lot better look, more pump going on. So lessons learned. Again, that was my first time doing it. I really did like it. So I plan on either doing it again this year or definitely in 2024. If I can make the improvements I want to make, I'm going to compete again. If not, I'm not going to waste my time. Uh, the competition is really good and really steep. And I want to, the next time I go, I want to, I'm going for the win. And I'm going for the win. I'm going for a top two placing at the very least and then to win the next time. So uh, I really want to win. So I want to, I know what the competition looks like. And so I know what I got to do to improve. But all in all, it was a great, great success. Top five placers get a medal, got a nice, nice medal. Uh, for my efforts, um, got some nice feedback from my friends and family and from people I met that day, made some new relationships and friendships. Um, so it was just all in all a great experience. So if you're on the fence about competing, don't rush it. Um, God willing, you don't, you know, you're still on earth. You have time. Um, and honestly, me, if I would have did it too early, I probably wouldn't have liked it. But the fact that I was really ready and I pushed myself and I stuck through it and Thank God for my amazing girlfriend, my amazing family, because I almost backed out like three times. Like I'm not even going to lie, but my girlfriend kind of told me like, um, you know, you work so hard for this. Like, why would you give it up? Who cares what anybody thinks? I was kind of letting my education and professional life get in my head about the fact that like, oh, like, is this unprofessional? And like, if pictures get out, like, will my job be at risk and yada, yada, yada. So, and it was foolish, but um you know thank god she was she told me she backed me and she uh talked some sense into me so 
you know, I'm really grateful for her. Um, so that's it, guys. I just wanted to kind of go through my prep and what I was thinking and digesting that and summarizing it. Um, again, I will definitely do it again. Um, I would definitely be training better next time. I know how to prepare better. Um, I probably still won't get a coach. Um, I don't think I need one at this level. Again, maybe if I was like going, you know, if I won this show, I qualify for nationals, I'm going to nationals, maybe I'd consider working with a coach if I'm really like, oh, you know what, I'm trying to push this for like a pro card or something one day. But for now, it's just fun. I'm not looking for a pro card. I'm not looking to do steroids. I'm not, not that, again, I'm sure there's some genetic freaks out there that can become a pro without their pro card. Um, but again, that's just not where I'm at right now. If I make the improvements I can make, maybe and I see my physique and it feels realistic, it can be a different conversation. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, I'm going to guys pump out this content. My next episode is probably going to be related to my current dieting, which is not different from not much different, but and my current workout split and how I split that up and the movements that I'm doing in that split. Uh, so thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really appreciate you and I'll talk to you guys soon.